Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, after 4 o'clock on the iHeart app. Uh, we transform into a podcast, John and Ken on demand, so you can hear the show later. In case you missed some of it. We're digitized, huh? We become, we go into a digitization machine. Digitization. Uh, Another quick update on the Louisville bank shooting this morning. And again, it was more of a corporate situation. We don't believe it was the bank like you walk in and make deposits and there's teller windows and all that. Uh, It looks like a uh, 23-year-old by the name of Connor Sturgeon, who worked as a summer intern for Old National Bank for three consecutive years and then joined as a commercial development professional in 2021 and a full-time associate and portfolio banker last year decided that he had enough. There were reports he was fired. I haven't really been able to confirm that with too many other details, but he went back into the bank and stormed into a conference room this morning and opened fire. Before it was over, four people were dead. He eventually died. We don't know whether or not he killed himself yet or he was killed in gunfire from responding police officers. But one of the police officers who got there right away uh, was ambushed and shot in the head and apparently was uh, a rookie. was just just sworn into the police department recently and uh, has severe injuries. There is a former high school classmate of the shooters who said, yeah, he played a lot of sports. Football, basketball, track, and he had numerous concussions, talking about Connor Sturgeon. Eighth grade. 
Yep. Missed most of the year because he had multiple concussions, and then he had a couple of more in high school. And apparently he would wear a helmet even while playing basketball because he had multiple concussions from playing football. And this is an interesting, uh, I don't know if uh, the authorities are going to follow up on this. What, like because uh, it, possibility of CTE? Yeah, because yeah. some of the uh, professional football players have met a bad end later in life. They've gotten very violent. They've committed suicide. They went crazy. They opened up their brains and found a lot of uh, degenerative damage in there from, yeah. from the CTE. I have a vague memory of one football player who I think they'd do something violent to his family or then killed himself yeah, yeah. or something pretty awful. A few of those guys. is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Right. A yeah, brain disease a thing. caused by repeated blows to the head. And uh, uh, you end up with aggression, mood swings, depression, and paranoia. CNN is reporting that he had just learned he was going to be fired. And as I mentioned before, he left a note for his parents and a friend explaining his intention to go and Maybe. shoot up the bank. Now, I wonder why he was going to be fired. Was he exhibiting all those uh, nah, mental symptoms illness symptoms? Of, yeah, and they right, said, well, baby. we can't have this here. His Instagram account where he filmed the shooting has been taken down, but screen grabs showed some final posts not completely verified by the New York Post, including meme photos with the captions, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And, quote, I could burn this whole place down. His last post was allegedly, they won't listen to words of protest. Let's see if they hear this. So he wasn't one of those nerdy incel types. No, this is all anger yeah. being let go, allegedly. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, so he was, this he was, is a workplace grudge, which is what we had a lot of, what, back in the 90s? And the, right. The postal workers and the other other people sometimes going to shoot up the workplace because they have a... But it's still common, right? Didn't it happen last year with the guy on the farm up in Northern California? Yeah. He killed a bunch of coworkers. Yeah. It's uh, it's still one of the more it's, common mass it's, shootings yeah, it's the, besides it's, schools. It's the longest, uh, I think, the longest running version of these mass murder shootouts is is the disgruntled employee. Probably, yes. It's a good way to put it. And I would say a close second or right with it is uh, school shootings where you have a bullied kid. Right. Um, it's never anybody who's had a good day. Well, no. I don't. Why would it be? It's never anybody who won a trophy that day. You got a raise and a promotion that day. No. Somebody said yeah, yes to a marriage proposal that day. It's never that guy. No. Uh, now we have this. Once again, we have a bill in Sacramento, and apparently she tried this last year in the state Senate. State Senator Susan Talamantis Eggman. I am the Eggman. I, now, I've known about this woman for years. She is a notoriously progressive, woke kind of legislator. And uh, she's from Stockton, a Democrat. The bill is SB 43. And the idea behind it, which sounds good on paper, enact changes to California's behavioral health law so that the severely mentally ill can be taken under conservatorship involuntarily that's her plan now, because of the problem with the really whacked out homeless people on the streets and a lot of people saying there's nothing we can do if they don't want to come in for help we can't force them to the history of this is as you probably heard decades ago and we're talking about more than 50 years ago california had a network of uh, mental institutions where they had tens of thousands of people inside 
and everybody inside was treated very badly and tortured. Uh, I, I didn't have to be run that way, but that's the way they did it back in the... They call uh, it the 19... one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh, scenario. Yeah. So in 1967, this was a bipartisan effort. The Lanterman Petrus Short Act. Those are three legislatures. Legislators. They put together the bill. Ronald Reagan signed it, basically emptying out the mental health facilities. And what was supposed to happen was local cities and counties were supposed to open up their own mental health treatment centers to handle things locally and regionally. I guess that that money was never allocated. I guess they lost the will to build these centers because there was very, very few of them constructed, if any. And part of this Lenterman Petra Short Act was to make it difficult, very difficult, to uh, put someone in a mental facility against their will. Right. You had the ACLU crowd get involved, and everybody had constitutional rights to be free, no matter how deranged they were. And so at the time, though, we didn't have this massive drug addiction, which has created a lot of the homeless and caused a lot of mental illness. A lot of this mental illness is, is, is created by the long-term use of these destructive drugs. It is. There's a lot of drugs that can make people think that the person in question is severely mentally ill with some sort of paranoid schizophrenia, but actually it's the drugs that cause them this type of behavior. But either way, they need help, whether it's drug abuse treatment or mental health treatment. Get them in there, figure it out, and try to get them on a, on a better track. Now, but but we've had so much, and of course, there's several people quoted this story. I don't want to err on uh, their civil liberties. I don't want to make a mistake. And this bill is too broad. This bill, they think that everybody's going to be grabbed in off the streets. Um, probably. I don't know why that. No, but they're just saying that because because they 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 have religious objections here. This is the woke religious crowd, and they don't think anybody should be ever taken in and put in, into forced mental treatment. So, of course, they stir up images of uh, Nazi troops coming down and grabbing a relative and dragging them away and locking them up. Well, that doesn't have to happen. You could do it right. You could have a, a procedure. You could go to court. You could have uh, medical people do an analysis and then decide to put them away so that you could treat them and maybe they'd get better. At the very least, they'll stop terrorizing uh, the public. Uh, with all the advocates we have out there, we can't construct a bill that could handle this and make sure it's not done with abuse and wrong. Why and can't I, I, they do it right? All right, when we come back, the LPS, which is the act that John was talking about, had some definitions in it. The person needs to be, quote, a danger to themselves or a danger to others, or the third part is gravely disabled. That's the part that this state senator is honing in on, the words gravely disabled. Maybe to change the meaning a bit. We'll get into the details of that when we return. Ah, a word will be revealed. It's a keyword. You could win some money. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, so we're talking about another effort in Sacramento. A bit of a surprise, I guess, is because it's coming from what I consider to be a left, woke, progressive legislator by the name of Susan Eggman from Stockton, a Democrat, to change some of the requirements of what we call the LPS Act, Lanterman Petra Short, which deals with conservatorship.
telling people that who have so much mental health issues that they can't take care of themselves that we're going to take you in for care, whether you agree to that or not. As I mentioned right before the break, that original act from the 1960s laid out three conditions to detain someone against their will. They have to be a danger to self, a danger to others, or gravely disabled. And the big one is the third one, and that's what she's focusing on in this bill. Gravely disabled. The original act described it as the inability to provide for the most essential aspects of life, food, clothing, or shelter, or being mentally incompetent. So they're arguing today that the definition is too narrow, that someone who's laying down in the park and getting money or money, meals donated to him and clothing wouldn't be considered gravely disabled under the original definition of the act, which is why they're mostly left alone, because somehow they're providing some type of food, clothing, and shelter for themselves, right? The essential aspects by, by of life. By stealing it and begging for it from other people? Or begging for it, right? Or having the Meals on Wheels people. Well, not Meals on Wheels. They, they, ought, they, ought to toss meal, the, uh, they need to toss the word gravely out of that. Do you think that's the impen- uh, the uh, Well, the yes, because gravely makes it sound like they're about to die. All right, grave condition is the worst condition you can be in before you die in a hospital. So they need to chuck that word. And Yeah, she's looking at something like substantial risk of deterioration, debilitation, or illness. If you know what? Someone will have a mental illness or a substance use disorder. The thing is... It used to be you you could you could take action. You knew it when you saw it, right? I was going to say if it, if it smells like a duck and looks like a duck and walks like a duck, you see these. Most pe- of us looking around can see that these people are in no control of their. You own see lives. these people are sprawled out on a hard. Having, how many people die hearts. a year? A thousand people a year die. Two thousand now. Two thousand. Yeah, it's five a day in Los Angeles. And, and and so when you see a guy and he's lying on a hard sidewalk, and he's he's clearly on drugs. And he's babbling and acting nuts. Just start with the obvious cases. The ones that everyone normal would agree on. We can't have the woke religious people controlling this narrative because they're hopeless, all right? They're in a cult. They can't see straight anymore. They can't think straight. Take a normal person. You see a guy on the ground and he's mumbling to himself and his head's bobbing around. He can't even stand up. Clearly, he needs to be taken away somewhere. And and then you decide what the severity is. Is it just an addiction? Does he have schizophrenia? Is is it is it a, a, a mental illness that's from the brain damage because of the drugs? I mean, you know, it could be a hundred things. So you got to take him in and 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 examine him and decide what to do next. And the bill also adds substance use disorder as an indicator of grave disability. Yeah. Now, they're, they're, apparently they're thinking that that addiction plays a role in mental illness. Yes. And right away, we have, of course, opposition. The County Behavioral Health Directors Association doesn't like this. Uh, coerced and involuntary treatment for substance abuse disorder is counterproductive, and that effective well, outcomes arise from voluntary compliance. Look, they're going to object to everything. Again, they're in a religion, all right? So they're not thinking rationally. You can't have a logical discussion. You can't be reasonable. You can't compromise. The movement is more and more people want these want these homeless off the streets. So they have to go somewhere. You have to force them to go somewhere. We're offering treatment. So 
we're going to make normal people happy by getting the vagrants off the streets, and we're going to do something good for the vagrants by seeing what kind of treatment they need, and they're going to be brought indoors. Now, that is a compassionate solution that does good for everybody involved, all the stakeholders. <laughs> good one. All right. You've appropriated a good Th word. This is what I want. I want them off the streets. I don't particularly care what happens after they're off the streets. But if you do, then go take them to the treatment center. But you have to force them off the streets into the treatment center. Why don't you want to get them treated? And as I why, just said, why does this crowd keep, keep coming up with reasons not to treat them? That's what I am suspicious of. Do you want them to die? Is this a death cult? This woke, this woke religion? Is it a death cult? You want them to die? And well, I think we're quite different from the 60s in that if we take them in and they're mistreated, this crowd will be there to tell us that. I think uh, back in the 50s and 60s, there were no organized no. activist groups who were looking at to well, see what it, they were it, doing in the mental institutions. And a lot of this stuff never got reported. Or it, it, it's done in secret. Now, all you need is one employee... Uh, with, with Twitter and a cell phone, and it'll be broadcast around the world immediately. So we'll find out about the abuses fairly quickly. So apparently there's another section that says if a person cannot attend to their necessary personal or medical care or self-protection or personal safety is at risk. Uh, I like this. They, they found a professor of law at USC, of course, named uh, Ellen Sachs. What constitutes personal care? And how do we distinguish mental illness from uh, eccentricity or neurodiversity. Who makes that determination? In other words, somebody may just be a little off, but they're not you gravely do disabled. You're going to yank them off the street and yes, throw you, them you, into a... You know what? You have to be eccentric indoors. You have to be neurodiverse indoors. You know what neurodiverse is? This is this new uh, uh, woke term. Different brains? The, yeah, different brains that process differently, think differently. Okay, fine. If their behavior is is publicly intolerable, they got to go inside or do it in their backyard as long as they don't bother the neighbors. You do have to have a standard of public behavior. And if you need to howl at the moon, you have to go out to the desert and go howl out there. So they can be neurodiverse and they can be eccentric. See, they, they bring up phony issues. Well, you just want to ban people because they're no. It's that you can't do the disgusting things that people are doing in the streets. You can't do the scary things they're doing. And we all used to agree on that. Five years ago, we all agreed on it before uh, the, the woke religion took over. Apparently, back in the 50s, before this Lantern Petrus short act, uh, it said all you had to do is get a psychiatrist to make a decision that the person needed to care. State mental hospitals were flooded with patients, 37,000 by 1955 who languished in psych wards. Many were poor and indigent, subjected to treatments that were misguided, unscientific and cruel. Oh, is that back when they used shock therapy to yeah. zap your brain and stuff? Oh, they did a lot of primitive stuff. Yeah, no. see, we're not like that today. Nobody knew anything. Oh, I know. Nobody knew anything back then. And yeah, there, there, were, there was cruelty. But you, 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 you can now, in the modern world, monitor and prevent those cruel things from happening oh, we don't no do those experiments anymore. this law professor they interviewed was actually treated for a psychotic break herself related yeah. to schizophrenia while a student at yale in the 80s see oh, i don't think she that's stayed where long it enough. comes from well i mean 
her, her being opposed to this is because I had a bad experience. Therefore, we can't do this because it infringes on someone's rights and blah, 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 blah. You and know, go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Okay, so we can give her a seat on the committee and she can be in charge of objections. But eventually, this is what I always say to people, because there's certain people with personality types and they're always looking to say no. They're always looking to stop. And I always say to them, you got to look for reasons to say yes. We have to look for reasons to say yes to putting people in, forcing them into treatment. Not coming up with reasons to say no, because there'll always be a reason. Somebody always have like a, a, a pseudo-psychological, pseudo-legal reason. And, you know, they want to be a contrarian. They want to have their hot take. It gets them followers. It gets them attention. You know, okay, you get one seat at the table. You can bring up all the objections. But the rest of the, 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 rest of the committee has to be normal people. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, I got one for you. Chicken Gunya. Let's say. Chicken Gunya? 
Yes. <laughs> Chicken gunya. God bless you. Hmm. That's a guess. It's a virus. And it comes from the mosquito. Do you oh, remember? It wasn't I that many years that. ago. Yes. Oh, I thought you said I had that. You've had no, no, no. I've heard of that. Now that <laughs> now that I put it in the proper context, I thought I thought that was a menu item. Uh, no. What I found in the last several days, as you know, we've had a lot of rain. Did anybody notice that this past winter? It's no. all gone. No. Well, I, I looked ahead here Thursday. There's a very slight chance of rain, but that's about it for uh, probably April. Uh, so we're done with it, certainly for the most part. You keep no. insisting that. <laughs> And I'll say this for the rest of the month, and then you'll say you keep insisting that, and I'll be right. So it'll be over. I don't know when you'll give up, but it's over. Well, we're you, were saying that, atmospheric we've been, rivers. you were saying that in March, and we kept I did not there. say that in March. You have misrepresented me and the show. I did not. He said in March that we were going to have a dry April, and then I said I heard a meteorologist say we were going to have an, a wet April. See, Deborah Mark actually listens to the program, whereas you, you sit there staring at your computer screen and your phone and you're, mm. eh? Didn't, you're you're, you're asking, talking to me? You're asking for Let too me much. tell you something. You're talking to me? <laughs> you want to know you something? You're talking to me? You can't expect See me. See how to, I listen to you? I have all your expressions down. You can't expect me to listen. Well, Come on. She is correct. That's what I said. Uh, okay. I read forecasts for April that were pretty weak on rain. And I said that on the air. All right. And here we are. It's only April 10th. But my point is, what we started to see from outfits like the El Segundo Times was, well, what can we scare them with next, right? Of course, now one of the stories is, oh, it could be a horrible fire season because it'll be really, really fresh growth. There'll be so much grass and trees and plants everywhere. That's fresh to burn. Of course, we were told when there was a drought, it was the opposite. They were so dry. They would, they would burn quickly and easily, right? Remember that? Right. They, well, they scare with fire either way. Either the then, dryness causes the fire or the, the all the moisture, all the rain causes overgrowth. Yeah, we're screwed either way. Then the next thing was, oh, no, the snow melt. We're going to be flooded out. Right? That was the mm -hmm. next scare? Yes. The last one brings us back to chikungunya, which is a virus born by mosquitoes. And that's the latest from the scare tactics from the California media. Watch out. With all this rain, it could be a high-risk season for the mosquito. And what does the mosquito carry? Well, everybody knows about West Nile, right? That's, that's mm. a story every year when the first case pops oh, up. Oh, that, now that scare has been going on for at least 20 years. A long time. Yeah. Yes. That, that's, and th th some cases do pop up in some uh, It's mostly fake, though. Who remembers? Now, Chicken Gunya, I don't think ever hit us. I think that was more, uh, maybe it's Africa. I forget what part of the world. But Zika. Who remembers oh, yeah, Zika? Yeah. Anybody was, remember Zika? That was another failed scare. It was a which problem, I think, for pregnant women. Remember that? Which is why people didn't take COVID seriously at first. Because, because you know, you're this, reminding uh, me now of all the failed scare stories Zika over the years. There was no credibility that the West media... West Nile came first and yeah. Zika was the next thing. We were the media to and the government have no credibility. And right. so that's why there was so much resistance to all the uh, COVID uh, policies. Yeah, I don't know about all parts of SoCal, but you don't see mosquitoes here like you do back east. Oh, no. Mackerel. No, it's. I can it, remember being a kid on a hot summer night, humid night, and when sunset hit, oh my God, mosquitoes would just swarm. Look, I, I saw. I I thought this the first winter I was here. People out here are toddlers about weather. 
<laughs> Any little thing gets them whining and crying and scared. Whether it's, yeah, it's the, exciting, the rain, and it's different, right? No, the, when it when the rain, the cold, the, it's all of it. All yeah, of it. You all ought to be sentenced to spend a uh, a year in upstate New York and then get back to me. Right. That's why we live in Southern California because we don't like that kind of weather. Well, you're not. You don't get a guarantee that you're never going to have bad weather. We did this past winter. We had cold and we had rain. It's awful. And, Everybody complained. Right? Oh, you know, you know what the problem I have is 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 now there's pollen everywhere. My sinuses are all swelled up. I, I'm. I did see uh, the weather woman yesterday. I watched her big chart. This is a bad week for the allergy yeah. people. It's in my front yard because oh. whatever bushes my wife had planted, they've all sprouted flowers. I've never seen this before. All kinds of flowers: pink flowers, red, white, purple, oh, that's everything. Nice. No, it's not nice. I walk out the front door and my head explodes. <laughs> Nothing's nice. Nothing's oh, nice. Now Last I know thing they I want to see Deborah. Bring Pre- up a whole flock of flowers and throw them at them. <laughs> <laughs> Although my allergies are going crazy. Me I, too, oh, huh? Horrible. Yeah, I don't have, I have very mild allergies. I, sometimes I get in sneezing fits, but I don't know what it is. Oh, you're so lucky. I wake up in the middle of the night, two nights uh, this weekend. And I, how do you scratch your throat? How do you scratch the roof of your mouth? Because it's really itchy. Your tongue? I, I I don't know. I, I you know I drank some water. And nothing, toothbrush? I it's stick a toothbrush down your throat. Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I don't know. I could feel my tissues <laughs> like that. That's what you do, but really hard. Where'd Did that it, come from? Do that again. <laughs> that's what, that's that was what you, you do. Yes, but oh, that's we got what you sound. do. That's what you do. A new g- sound for the uh, dumpster. <laughs> for the, for the th- Oh, to tickle your throat? Yes, yeah. yes. I have to I do that, that sometimes. Do, do, let me hear you that again. gargle, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably better. No, let me hear that again. No. <laughs> you know what feels surprisingly good? You take... What? You, well, you take warm water, put a little salt, and you gargle with it. It really makes your throat feel good. I do that when I have a sore throat. Mm, mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a so, lot of work at three in the morning, though. So, John, we can also get malaria and dengue. From mosquitoes. Oh, just trying to give you that, the full list. Encephalitis. We're not, not going to get malaria out here. In oh, California. I just want to be part of the scare tactics. Dengue. Dengue. You got to go to the Africa for those diseases. I want chikungunya. <laughs> <laughs> she will never learn not to make noise. <laughs> because those noises can be used against you in a court of law. I've never heard anyone make this sound. And I'd also make. like to I thought say, Eric played some sound effect no, there. I didn't know that, that was, was her. No. That was me. I'm such a gentle flower. <laughs> <laughs> what a romantic sound. I know. Yes. Very enticing. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Is that amazing? She was call? trying to help you, John. Oh. She's always trying to help you. I was. I was trying to help because oh, well, that, thank that, you. that is a helpful tip. I will go home. But you have to do it. I'm not going to do it, but you have to really do it forcefully. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I, like I, you're partially barfing. I don't know if I could do that, but I'll, I'll practice it privately. Yeah. At, at home. I would say that's, a, yeah, right. that's why. All right. More coming up. John and Ken KFI, AM640. You're listening to John and Ken on demand. From KFI AM 640. Oh, wait a minute. I just got a neighborhood alert from the ring. Suspicious door knocking. Hmm. At, what does it say? At 10 p.m. with false pretenses? Huh. I love the... You have... What do you have? The Next Door app? And next Door app, yeah. I'm connected because I have a ring doorbell system. And so... Uh, oh, I see. So if somebody else... So I get these... Yeah, somebody posts some sort of alert. Oh. 
Did anybody else hear that noise? Sounded like a gunshot sometimes. Sometimes my phone lights up at like 3 in the morning, although I don't really notice it till the next morning because it doesn't make a sound. Well, it does buzz very lightly when these uh, 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 ring alerts come in, but it's like, did anybody else hear that? What was it? Fireworks? Gunshots? Have the police been notified? My, my next door app. But they can come from miles away from me, too. I'm not exactly yeah. like next door. Is constantly a fight over vagrants where somebody will post a photo and uh, raise holy hell over a new vagrant encampment that they found. And then somebody, first commenter is always somebody who goes, well, um, you know, complaining is is fine, but why don't you make a donation to this homeless shelter and they'll provide a helpful <laughs> link. It's like, you know, <laughs> it just ticks you off. F and you. Uh, if they'd stay in the shelters. But, yeah, right, exactly. So if you go into any convenience store, you may have noticed if you look in the drink aisle that there is now an amazing array of drinks to, how do I put it, give people energy would be one way oh to put it. Oh, my God, isn't there? Yep, to give yeah. people, uh, well, they're called wellness drinks. <laughs> I like that expression. <laughs> There's wellness a guy drinks? suing. Yeah, some of them are referring to them as wellness drinks. Everything is a euphemism. I, I mean, honestly, right. well, if, if I'm I mean, not energy drink sounds good too, but I think they've added wellness to it to just to make you more perky, make you feel more. Uh, so we have a class action lawsuit by a guy from Northern California, and the company he's suing is out of Santa Monica. It's the Feel Free Kava Drink. And he says that the Feel Free Wellness Tonic is marketed as a safe, sober, and healthy alternative to alcohol, but he's claiming he got addicted to it. And the lawsuit says that the drink, uh, by the way, they say it's no more habit-forming than sugar or caffeine, which, is, by the way, is pretty habit-forming, but <clears throat> we've learned to live with that. Oh, yeah. No, you, you can get a mild addiction to caffeine. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But he says that, well, we don't believe that it actually has kava, which is a plant from the South Pacific that acts as a moderate depressant. But he says what's in it is kratom. And I looked up kratom, a tropical tree native to Southeast Asia. Consumption of it leaves uh, people stimulant effects and sedative effects that can lead to psychotic symptoms and psychological and physiological, here's the key word, dependence. Now, this ought to be easy to figure out, right? To analyze the drink to see what's actually in there. Kratom is a highly addictive substance that activates the same opioid receptors as narcotics like yeah, morphine. I, no, I've heard about kava. No, this yeah. is kratom. Well, is kratom in the kava or it's another no, separate uh, ingredient? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know whether or not there. Eh, doesn't. It's not really clear to me. How do you spell it? K-R-A-T-O-M. I never heard of that. Kratom. Right. Or it could be Kratom. But um Well, yeah, it's 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 yeah. It might they might be related, but uh but it says one is kava, which is just a moderate depressant, but Kratom is highly addictive. Now, listen to what happened to this guy. He said he purchased the product from a 7-Eleven and he suddenly developed a strong addiction drinking 10 feel-free beverages per day. Spending thousands of dollars per month on the drink. He also felt severe withdrawal symptoms when he attempted to stop using the product. And says he was eventually admitted to a hospital emergency room with symptoms that looked like alcohol poisoning, despite his blood alcohol content being zero. He says he was admitted again a few days later, a few 
months later with symptoms like psychosis and delirium, according to his attorney. I'm looking at the Mayo Clinic, and they their headline is, Kratom, unsafe and ineffective. Right. Now, the company's saying, I, the company's saying that they're, they're saying that's not what's in their, their product, that it is kava. Well, how does he know there's Kratom in it? I, I guess he had it uh, I guess he tested. must have. I guess he's saying. I think, yeah. I think they do sneak in weird ingredients into the product, and they don't tell anybody. Because a lot of this stuff is unregulated, and uh, I wouldn't. And it be says surprised. there's no regulation with with yeah. And you want you want something about your product to stand out, right? And and this the kratom, what I'm reading with the Mayo Clinic can can affect your mood. Oh, I see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe he's onto something there. Just, I don't know. Don't Let's see uh, if more people join the suit. I've never even heard of the product. I don't drink any of those. Don't things. drink weird stuff. I mean, but. Uh, you deserve what you get. Uh, Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. We got uh, David Vasse coming on to talk about the Dodgers. Some people are panicking already, but they've only played 10 games, and they're 500, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd call that panic. <laughs> yeah, but, like, if it was the NFL, you know, they're they're it's they 162 games for a season, right. so they're finished with 116th of the season. That's one <laughs> NFL game. That's one NFL game. And if they tied the first NFL game, you wouldn't panic. Why are right. people panicking? Yeah. Because, you know, fans are morons. Oh, okay. It's What have the, you done for me lately? The yeah, aver- okay. The average IQ of an obsessive fan is about 48. Is that right? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Signed, signed wow, I'm a fan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so Dave Vasse will come on with us. Uh, also, we have, um, this is interesting, the um, uh, Apple computers, they see a 40% drop in PC. You know, nobody has their the PC. Anymore. You got your, you know, your iPad yeah. and, yeah. and your yeah. phone, and, and nobody's yeah. getting PCs anymore. So yeah. go get a PC. And then uh, an 18-year-old was gifted a winning lottery ticket. You know, the scratcher mm-hmm. won a million dollars on an 18th birthday. That is wow. sensational. That is pretty cool. Uh, and then that's Red Nose Day. I don't know if that means uh, clowns or alcoholics, but it's uh, Red Nose Day. I don't still know. around? I think so. One of those stupid Facebook things. I don't know. You know what? Um, Mondo's into that. He's into the, uh, you know, it's Champagne Day. It's Red Lizard Day. It's all that crap. <laughs> he likes that. <laughs> I don't like know. racetrack day. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> all ding right. dong. Uh, ding dong and the Masters. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys oh, yeah. watch the Masters, right? No, but yeah. Oh, you didn't know. Is that beautiful out there, man? The I, like, I like when somebody goes, wow, this is a beautiful golf course. Really? Really? <laughs> That's your take on that golf course? <laughs> Always regarded as the most beautiful golf course in the history of the world, and yours is like, wow, that's pretty. They just they just noticed it. <laughs> yeah, right. What a take. What an original take on that. Uh, right. Right. Oh, dig dog! Bring it on. Curses got the news. Yeah. Uh, live in the 24-hour KFI news. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.